Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Padres podcast, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day for Tuesday, March 24th. My name is Javier Reyes, your host of this here Locked On Padres podcast. Check out and follow the Twitter page for the show, which is at LO underscore Padres, or my personal account at Javapino. Great content on both of those accounts, if you don't if you don't mind me saying, listeners. I think I do pretty good over there. But anyway, if you feel so inclined, please hit me up on there and ask me any questions, and I'll answer them on the show. Lord knows I am looking for content to do over this kind of stressful time we're in right now. But anyway, on the line, calling from a currently undisclosed location, I guess you could say, is Mr. Jeff Sanders, the Padres writer for the San Diego Tribune. How you doing, Jeff? I'm doing well, Javier. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, man. Despite everything that's going on, still trying to keep a upbeat attitude. And this podcast, I feel like, has been a good sanctity for me to just do some creativity and, you know, have some work, some type of workflow going and whatnot. No, I hear you. We're uh, we're all trying to figure out creative ways to keep following baseball, keep covering baseball, and and, and stay busy being this being in lockdown in California. And here in New Jersey, where I'm calling from right now, it's just a. Uh, it's it's we're about to enter that same kind of zone, I think, too, where it's going to be complete lockdown and total quarantine and whatnot. And I know that personally, I'm in a position where I, it's not the worst thing in the world for me. I can still do work at home and whatnot, but I know that's definitely hitting others harder than it is hitting me. So I just want to thoughts go out to all those people, too, but don't want to be too morbid, too somber at all that stuff. Want to talk about some Padres baseball, because that's what we do on the Locked Up Padres podcast. And I wanted yeah, to, I called good. you because I first discovered, or at least I shouldn't say first discovered, I've, I've known about your your work for the Tribune for a little bit, but one of the first pieces that I've read of this season was your piece on Taylor Trammell, um, one of the prospects that the Padres has, or the Padres have. And I was just wondering, how do you go about working on projects like that? Well, so I'm, I'm number two on the beat, and in that you know capacity, you know, I back up the main guy, Kevin A.C., and I, I spent a lot of time focusing on the minor leagues, following guys. And so T- Taylor was a guy that I had connected with after he was acquired uh, last year in the Frandale Reyes trade. Um, mm-hmm. I connected with him by phone, um, you know, got to meet him for a little bit at the, the Padres Futures game that they kind of put on annually for the prospects at Petco Park. And so, you know, we, I knew him a little bit, ran into him my first day in spring training, um, before pitchers or before um, um, position players started uh, started work, and you know he'd been out there, um, you know, working on his throws, kind of getting working. He already been there for about a week, and he was coming off the field, and you know, you know, the, the clubhouse is closed after workout, and I, I bumped into him and said, "Hey, do you have some time?" He's like, "Yeah, let me go, uh, let me go grab a water, let me go grab a drink, or whatever he had to do." And he talked in the clubhouse, and he was back out in a couple of minutes, and uh, we kind of just sat at the picnic table there at the complex and talked about probably half an hour what so that's the thing and i've one of the other things i like about this is that having you out is because i've been high personally on taylor chamel this season of course before everything happened let's just pretend for a second i think that the padres really have an interesting kind of outfield situation and i'm really curious to see how that pans out acquired from the the reds and whatnot i'm just i'm not really totally sure that people are paying as much attention to Taylor Chimone. I think that they really should be having a really solid, solid spring training too before everything got shut down. How do you, when you're interview, interviewing players or anybody really, are there any particular angles that 
that you get excited about when interviewing people? Is there anything that you try to look for? Any type of tips you might have? Um, I guess I'm, I'm interested in, in players' motivations, their backstories, what makes them tick, you know, things they're willing to share about themselves that's, a, that's away from the game. I mean, everyone can look over the box scores and then think what they want to think about a player. I, I like talking to them, getting their perspective and those mm-hmm. kinds of things. It's interesting because I feel the same way, and I feel like, and, and especially in baseball, which is a sport that it's, I think, very stat heavy, right? It's it's very it's very focused on just pinning down guys to numbers more so than other sports, in my opinion. Well, analytics and all that stuff is still present in a lot of other sports. I feel like baseball is one that it's I like writing in baseball the most because it's the one that I feel like most needs it. If that makes any sense, do you agree? Yeah, and. You have the most access. I mean, you you get, you know, the Major League Clubhouse covering that is unlike any other sport. Um, You know, you get free reign basically for about 50 minutes before before Mm -hmm. games, and, you know, you have a certain amount of time after games. But, you know, you're there every day. They see you every day. There's more of a chance to connect and and get to know these guys and, you know, get them to open up, whereas in other sports there's a lot of press conference settings. You don't really have to find out – a whole lot, only what, only what they're willing to share. And in those settings, they're not very intimate. A lot of athletes do not like to open up in those settings. So baseball, you know, kind of affords a more intimate look at a sport, if you ask me. Yeah, I think that it's it's one of those things the game really kind of needs a lot of time. So I appreciate your work and all that you do for the Tribune and whatnot. Now I want to ask you, aside from just the, the Taylor Trammell story, which I recommend everyone checking out, really cool kind of getting a personal look at him and his his family and the hard work that, you know, got him here in the first place. Are there any other observations, any other kind of things you'd like to say about just covering spring training in general for the Padres? It was a competitive camp. There was a lot of competitions going on, you know, like the fight for bench spots was was interesting because of the 26th man and, you know, with Brian Dozier being added, you know. How are you feeling right now? A million and one, baby! (laughs) What, What did that mean for jerks and pro far? You know, Franchi Cordero and Josh Naylor. I mean, these are things in years past where, you know, the, the competitions weren't all that interesting. And, and this year they were. And, it's, you know, you know, obviously we're disappointed that the world is going through this right now. But also, you know, from a baseball perspective, you know, disappointed to see how those – we didn't get a chance to see how those things were going to shake out. And, you know, maybe we will at some point this year. But who knows, you know. So that was – those were the things I was interested in. It's interesting because spring training is definitely, like you said, like the time for competition. And while there's guys like Machado and Chris Paddock and Eric Hosmer, like those are, we know those guys are going to be the starters, right? But then it's all, to me, the only thing interesting about spring training in terms of tangible kind of this is important to monitor is is really like those back, maybe like 10-ish guys of the roster that are fringe guys, you know? And I think that it's a big deal for them. And I think that that's, make a good point. It's 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 unfortunate that we're not going to have any more spring training because that definitely affects a lot of players. And I know that we have the whole thing about the drafts potentially getting canceled, the amateur draft for 2020. It's just whole world is in a big weird mess right now for sure. So when it comes to the Padres in general, do you think you have any other storylines for the season? Uh, Let's just for a second, presume that the season's still going on, right? Do you think there are some other players or just minor storylines that people maybe aren't talking about? as much that you've noticed in your time? You know, the big focus, I mean, you know, everyone wants to know, you know, what can Tatis do in his, in his second season? Can he stay healthy? 
can him and Machado, you know, solidify that left side of the infield and, and become a force for the lineup? Um, those kinds of things, you know. Will Myers was having a, um, a, a pretty good spring training, and spring training numbers mean nothing. But you know, there is no focus, no pressure on Will Myers. You know, he's been he's been part of trade rumors for a while. He doesn't want to talk about it. It's the first time I've ever seen him kind of just tell people, "Hey, I'm done talking about this." Um, mm-hmm. You know, I was always you know of the mind that they were going to regret trading him just because you know if you follow Padres baseball, you know that they just never, for whatever reason, seem to wind up on the winning side and. You could just see Will Myers being traded away and figuring it out and, and becoming, mm. you know, the productive player that they thought he was. And, you know, I don't know what, what's going to happen, you know, what, what he's going to be, but, you know, he was having a solid spring training. You know, you put him down in the lineup and just let him go kind of is, is my two cents that nobody's obviously asking for. But drop him in the lineup, just let him play and kind of see what happens. And, I, you know, I thought there was a potential for, you know, for a rebound here for him. Yeah, I, you know, and I, I agree with you. Spring training stats, they really aren't meaning anything, really. Like, it's just, you can't, we've, it's been too often that we've been shown that they're not indicative of how a player is going to perform this season. Sometimes they, and sometimes they're on fire and then they continue into the regular season. It's possible, but it's not a good uh, barometer, I think, for success. But I think you raise a good point because I've slowly started to believe again in the Will Myers thing, too. He's still only 29. It's not like this is a guy who's 34 ish, I feel like is when, in my opinion, you start to give up on guys, but still, I think he's, I think you're right. I've been noticing a lot of coverage about that, how he's not thinking about the trade things anymore. And he's been the subject of trade rumors for, I don't know, since he got there more or less, like that's what it feels like to me. And it's, it was, it was going to be really interesting. And it still is going to be really interesting to see if he can have that unexpected bounce back. You know, they, these type of things happen every year, I think for every team and who says it can't be Will Myers. So thanks for your, your comments on that. Now, before I let you get out of here, I want to ask you perhaps the most important question of all. You know, there's a lot of questions going on around the world right now, but I think this is really in Padres world right now. This is the most important question. Do you have any takes on what perhaps is the best baseball movie or your favorite baseball movie? Well, an underrated one that I like, and then I'm going to have to, to to pull out of the DVD closet and, you know, pop it in because I know my wife hasn't seen it. I'm not going to lock the kid up upstairs because it's not the fan lot and he, it's not appropriate for him but i think 61 is a good uh mm. a good baseball movie i i enjoyed that one um the chase between uh, maris and mantle and you know that's one of my underrated favorites that's that's an interesting pick i haven't heard really many people pick that one most people go sandlot they go bull durham they go field of dreams this might be the first uh um, what's it called? First person to talk about sixty one. So I really appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, hopefully someone you know someone discovers that we're all on lockdown. Might as well, might as well give it a try. Might as well give it a try, indeed. Jeff, do you have any final things you might want to plug or mention about the Padres? Whatever you want. This is kind of your final moment. The the big last hurrah, I guess I could say. Uh, you know, just kind of plugging away, you know, worked, worked on the stories about minor leaguers and the concerns that they had about getting sent home without pay. You know, Major League Baseball is starting to address that. They're going to pay them their uh, spring training per diems um, through what would have been the end of their spring training in April 8th. And then, you know, they're working still to, um, to come up with um, regular season compensation for the minor leaguers. So I think that's an important story as well as 
mm-hmm. you know, the, the, um, the stories about the ballpark um, workers that, you know, baseball is, is coming together to help out. These, these are players and, and people on the fringes of the game that are really important to the game and really affected by by the coronavirus pandemic. And so those are things that we're, we're kind of looking at at the, the San Diego Union Tribune um, over the next couple couple days, couple weeks, you know, who knows how long. Really appreciate you doing um, work like that. And I think it's definitely a story that people should pay attention to for sure. But with that said, uh, Jeff, thank you so much for calling. And I really enjoyed talking with you about things Padres. I always love talking things Padres. And I guess I'll see you around and on the Twitter spheres and internet spheres. And hopefully when the season starts pretty soon, hopefully. All right. Sounds good. I'm here. Thank you. And that's it, guys, for my interview with Mr. Jeff Sanders. Again, thanks so much to Jeff for calling in. Really enjoyed the quick convo. I know it wasn't a long one, not like the rest of my interviews I've actually had on the show. But still, really cool. Appreciated that. Now, in terms of, I just wanted to mention before we close out the pod here today, guys, just some plans for the rest of the week and some future plans, perhaps. Just wanted to talk about that really quickly. Had Yesterday, I had the, the talk with Jake, and today I had Jeff. And I'm thinking for the rest of the week... I'm thinking of actually doing like an in-review of A.J. Preller's time with the Padres. Kind of like a, not a giant history thing, obviously, the Padres, which I know a lot of people have been asking for. A lot of people have been mentioning we should do like top 10 Padres of all time and whatnot. And I do want to do that, but I want to have people who maybe were more attached to the Padres in the early 2000s or 90s, you know. So I'm, I'm looking to see if I can get some other people on the pod for that type of stuff instead of just my more newbie-ish fandom of the Padres and whatnot. I'm also looking to have on a guest to talk about the movie Moneyball, and I think you guys are going to appreciate that. Now, I know it's not Padres-centric, but it is baseball-centric, and also I think another part of that podcast is going to be my pitch, my talking about to my guests, I think this is going to be really fun, about what I think a Moneyball movie would look like if it were both based on the Padres, who it would be based on, what it would be based on, what would be the themes, maybe even what actors I would get to play. Well, who would be the main actors? Who would I get to play, say, the general manager? Who would I get to play the owner? Stuff like that. I really think that'll be a fun little podcast, but I don't think I'm going to do this week that pod because I want to actually really do some notes and do a little bit more research on it instead of just making it a regular movie review, especially because I want to do the Padres pitch. So I think you guys might really enjoy that. I'm looking to also potentially talk about the Diamondbacks with Miller Thomas of the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. Might have that this week. Talk about them. Maybe talk about the Rockies, some other divisional preview type things, some little showdowns, I guess you could say. So really looking into that. Got a lot of ideas. I'm actually going to be, and just in terms of me, if you guys like me at all on this podcast, there's, I'm going to be on a podcast talking baseball movies and all sports movies, actually, in general, going to be doing a, a bracket with another Locked On host, actually. And I'm looking forward to that. You can follow me on Twitter at Javapeno, and you, you, you'll, you'll see updates about that. So really exciting stuff there. I've got a lot of really cool ideas, guys. I, re- I really think I'm trying to find still more ways to be productive with this podcast and try and make it what you guys want. Looking to have mega group podcasts, looking to have some other stuff. I actually was thinking of doing an oral history on when I remember when I was like just getting out of middle school, when the big Padres team collapse of, I think it was like 2011, 2010. Like I remember that was when I was just starting to slowly follow the team more and I was starting to fall out of way with the Yankees and I was 
just remember watching that. I think that that might be a lot of fun to talk about. Might talk about uniform rankings. I've got plenty of things on the on the dock, I guess is to say. So don't worry. But I will say no podcast tomorrow. I need a little bit of a day to regroup and some things I have to take care of, believe it or not. Still busy in my own way, I guess you could say, with things that I really have to do. And I just needed a day off, I guess, to do that. But don't worry. Still think we're going to be back this week. Definitely probably Thursday and Friday. But yes, that about does it for today's edition, guys, of the Lockdown Padres podcast. Hope you enjoyed my interview with Jeff. The only pod that may be better than the Padres themselves. Still forever and always, no matter the circumstances, making that joke. Remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Himalaya, wherever you get them. Follow myself or the show on Twitter for all types of good jokes and any updates on the show and what have you. And until next time, stay safe and, of course, stay faithful, my Friar Faithful homies. Take care.